Okay. Now listen, because this is a special broadcast, I don't want to really... We, we're not going to do a cold open. We're going to be serious fucking journalists about this. Oh, again, we're well past that. Yeah, we're okay. well past that. Okay, but I do have to show you something. Okay. Because, um... So I saw these, I think when I was Googling something unrelated a little while ago. And then I saw Katya wear one of these with Julia Roberts on it on an episode of... Mm. And you know my brain is always just looking for excuses to waste money. Are you going to put your fuck yourself like that live on air? Okay, so I got these. <laughs> and I love them so fucking much. <laughs> I wouldn't wear them to a con where they could see me. Um, Maybe I'll wear Maisie's to brown. I got, I got t-shirts that are just... One I, is a collage of Maisie photos. One is a collage I of just, Tala photos. I just... I mean, I'm glad... I... Oh, God. I mean, like, listen. I'm glad you're having fun. Am I? Are you? I mean, I... Yes. Okay. Well, then that's all that matters. It's definitely one of those things where it's like, I just so, so... so there's a specific... There's, like, a really specific long-winded name for these those kind of, like, all-over shirts. I usually just see, like, guys wearing them with, like, huge furry wolf dudes on them. Well, so that, was that doesn't like, mean I can't get one of those as well. You can get one of those as well, but that's, like, literally the only format I've seen these in. Okay, because okay, I have one of these that was RuPaul drawings, and then I have one that oh, is Oh, and Sasha. the Ahigao hoodies. Yeah. Oh, no! Yeah, sorry about that. Can we get one? No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it, because that's inappropriate. And we are serious fucking journalists. I, well, why are we going all Deep Throat right now? Although, actually, I will say, because Deep Throat, you know that, like, because I know you know that that's, like, from a porno, and that was, like, the joke, right? Yeah. So even when you're doing, literally, arguably, some of the most serious American journalism that was ever journalismed, uh, you're referencing pornos? And I think that's about on... Yeah, that's, that's about that... our Medier. Medier? Medier. Whatever. I don't know what word you're trying to say. I don't know. It was. It's a joke in a Discworld novel. It doesn't matter. Um, Meteor? No, like it's like a French word. It's M E T slanty E, like the E with the little the little slanty over it. Yeah. I E. Which I way? Because those are two different sounds. Uh, the facing. Hold on, I'm right. gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I okay. Anyway. It means okay. So a metier. Metier is a trade profession or occupation. Okay. Thank you. That makes that makes sense in the context of the joke. Okay, so yes, it's a, that's that's. And that's... what's the one where it's all hentai faces? Ah, uh, yeah. No, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Well, you're not gonna what? What, what is it like Voldemort? You say ah, gal. No, no. I mean, I can say ah, gal, but I was gonna say like person name ah, gal T-shirt, and that would be wildly inappropriate. Next, I know ah, gal T-shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So that's where we're I was at. originally going to say a woman's name, but then I was like, no, this is if I say no, Nick, is... if I say Nick, it's a victimless crime. I mean, um, that's true. I feel like if you got one of If I presented Matt Ryan with one, he'd be like, uh, oh, cool. Uh, oh, God, that's all the air leaving my body as I talk. Actually, we have a great we have a great panel idea, and it's for DC TV celebrities specifically, and it's called stopping like, like, don't allow yourself. Well, OK, not to victim blame, but guys. You remember how, like, Robert Pattinson took that one stalker he had yes. on, like, a lunch date, and he was yes. just so Robert Pattinson about it that she went, actually, fuck this, and, like, left? You guys aren't Robert Pattinson, so you're gonna get, you're gonna get die. You're gonna <laughs> get die. I listen. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's just, you know, we're gonna, it's gonna start, you know, you see them at a con, you offer Nick Zano a bag of cookies, he goes, oh my god, thank you, and then you smack them out of your hands, and you're like, no! That was a test. No, that you was a test, test, and you failed. And you failed so fucking you bad. You failed so bad, you could be dead right now if I hadn't fucking intervened. If I hadn't, and I know what you're thinking, weren't you the one that put me in danger in the first place? And that, never mind that. <laughs> never, you know what, it's the Lord first got to give it the first God to take it away. Okay. Now, so, is the quote, we may never see Denise Richards again, or is it we may never see Denise Richards alive again? Oh, I think we may never see Denise, Denise Richards again on this show. Um, it's, I wouldn't be surprised. I just had to look at it. I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Denise, Denise Richards, Richards again. again. Who now, is Denise Richards? Okay, Denise Richards is a semi-famous, mostly cheesecake actress Okay, well, I'm like, I, I heard married, name. who is the mother of Charlie Sheen's children. Okay, that's why I yeah. Which like, is I'm not her. That. Which is not her fault. Uh, yeah, through no fault of her own. We want to make that very clear. Um, I don't know. I don't know if she's like a Brooke Shields, where like she had a mom who was basically like, yeah, my daughter will do nude commercials at the age of thirteen. Whatever. And also, sorry, what? Oh, you didn't. Okay, so when Brooke Shields did, you remember the, you know, the famous "What Comes Between Me and My Calvin Klein Jeans," right? 
No. Okay, so there's a very famous commercial for Calvin Klein jeans where a young Brooke Shields, and when I say young, I think I mean like in her teens, like 15 or 16, is okay. is wearing Calvin Klein jeans and she says, what comes between me and my Calvin Klein jeans? Nothing. And it's like, that's a child. Hello. Hi. Um, and her I mom used like... to like party and shit. Like, uh, congratulations to Dina Lohan for taking home the silver and parenting this deeply. year. That's one of those weird things. It could be a certain level of like out of your mind to be like my claim to fame is that I've basically bullied, brainwashed, gaslit, robots, and gate kept my child into being uh, a fucking, sex animal. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh no. Don't love that in yeah. the fucking slightest. That's like gatekeep girl boss. Yeah. Child. Elias, um, Elias Bouchard. Like, no, God, God, no, no, no God. Italian Americans, an entity? Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. Is like, we, you know, I think, I think the fun thing about America is a lot more of everything. So we have to have, like, 80 entities. Gender reveal party. Italian Americans. I <laughs> <laughs> one picture of Pope John Paul II and every Italian American. Oh, God, we had some good... Gender reveal party was far and away the funniest one, though. Although... Kids bullying you on the internet was Kids also a very good one because that one encapsulates TikToks, TikToks YouTube, Minecraft, Fortnite. Fortnite. Can I get an F in the Fortnite oh, lobby? God, um, please. Um, I have now lost my pencil. Yeah, that that sounds alright. Okay, so remember we said we weren't gonna have a cold open, and we just talked about literal fucking utter nonsense. For it's not my oh. fault because I bought those stupid t-shirts. Yeah. Okay. So then we just sort of got affair. Okay. So regarding Ahigao t-shirts. Um, <laughs> Wait, okay, no, okay, stop, okay, no, no, stop. No, no, stop, 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 stop. Phil Juicy Clever Couture, could be wait, listening to this right Juicy now. Couture, Juicy Couture tracksuit, but it's got the Ahigao hoodie print. How do we feel? Okay, so it would basically have to be me uploading, because, like, remember, the Spoonflower Velour is not that good, where I'm no, almost kind of like, I'm wondering if I can get it printed somewhere here, but the Spoonflower Velour, while not good, is, I think, possibly considerably less expensive than it would be if I actually went and got actual velour so. uh but leave much. a comment if that's not true yeah like subscribe ring that bell if it's not true i don't fucking know yeah if you guys know somewhere where i can get fucking velvet printed that's actual like decent uh stretch velvet that would be so useful that would be I, super why, useful to me i'm also just like would any of our viewers actually like know i god i feel clever if you're out there really so, um, this is an emergency broadcast, as yeah. I'm sure you've guessed. And I know you're not, I know you're thinking, you're not talking like it's an emergency, and it's like, listen, it's an emergency in our hearts, really. Is okay, we is. are entering, actually, I'm so glad we're recording it tonight, because we are one week, we are one week out it's from- It's been. Thank you. It, one might even say, it's been. Um, it's been. Ow. Ick been. It's ick <laughs> Okay, so, a lot of everything, you know, as the, as the, as the immortal internet phrase tells us, Everything happens so much. Or as Horse Ebook said, everything happens well, so much. Well, that's what I mean, the immortal internet phrase. Like, at this point, that's just part of internet vernacular. Like, there's a thing that you say if you are of a certain... Remember that thing we saw yesterday with the bitches doing the pillows and the belts, and it's like, there are two fucking internets? And it's like, yeah. I don't think skinny people should be happy. I don't think skinny people should be happy. <laughs> also, like, things where it's like, I think, like, if a fat person did that, you would all be like... Hold on, I just need the light so I can trace this. Okay, sorry. I'm also doing my pattern making homework. Yes, I am currently speaking of speaking of skinny people don't deserve to be happy. I am making an ice cream. Um but uh what was I sure about? Okay, so a lot has happened. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. Not we, all of it legends, we, we had some episode we had an episode with um Sahar where we discussed uh the Katie stuff and we should probably give that to Ari's partner so they can edit that audio. Hey, remember the AOS finale? Yeah, we're also gonna give that to Ari's we're, partner. We're, yeah, we're making this Mia's problem. Um uh, those of you who were hoping to date Ari, I'm so sorry. Thank you, but also I mean I why? I, I <laughs> Oh god. People love mentally ill bitches. Um <laughs> I, god, I sure hope I do. It okay, does. Uh front bodice. Front bodice. But I do think, okay, so, like, the thing is, is, like, it has been a week of this, and it's still kind of... What is this, though? We haven't even introduced what the concept is. Okay, okay last week, there was a convention. I got a one-on-one with Shahan. He's lovely. We talked about SUNY Purchase. Um, you know, he might have been... No, my Nana was probably too old and too sick by the time he was at Purchase to be working at the Newburger anymore. The Newburger Museum is a museum on the campus of SUNY Purchase that my Nana was both on the board of and also a docent at. Which is great, because you know they got lots of tour groups of school children all the time. Her favorite thing. Mm-hmm. What, um... No, I mean, her favorite thing is genuinely to, um... It was genuinely to, uh... 
be like, don't do that to school children. Yeah, oh god. So truly a job that made her happy. <laughs> yes, but also part of my ignorance. What's a docent? Docent is the person who walks you around the museum and says, this is X. Oh, tour guide. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That's cool, though. They got a fancy name for it and everything. Yes. I thought it was, like, saying, like, I love that, though. That does seem like a good job for her to go around telling people what not to do. Especially children. Especially if she could have a, if she could get one of her boxers and, like, if you touch the painting, you get to see the dog sticked on you. God, if only they had let her do that. That would be amazing. I mean, she was on the board. I think we were probably close. Yeah. Who's going to tell her no? Roy Newberger, personal friend? I mean, truly. Come on, Roy. Um, Roy Newberger, his name is on the museum. He said I could do it. And uh, if he didn't, he probably won't remember. So. Oh, God. He was a thousand years old, yeah. Um, is he, I, I feel like he died some time ago. Now I have to Google him. What? Okay. okay, we've got to get to the subject. Yes, okay, so. Hold so. on. Roy Newberger. Oh, he died in 2010. Oh, wow, my Nana outlived him quite a bit. Yes, yeah, go. Good, good <laughs> Bitch. job, um, um, That's why she was able to stick all those boxes on those unsuspecting children. No. Okay. So, during the conversation with Cheyenne. Okay, well, I talked to Cheyenne. He was very sweet. Um, I congratulated him on getting married, which he thanked me for. Oh, good for him! Um, also, Ari and I have our vaccines, so... We're hanging. Um, Ari was here. Yo. But then, um, left the room the in case... Because we they were, didn't want Cheyenne to hear them and accidentally possibly recognize we that were, there are two of us. We were really terrified that it was just going to be like, oh, it's you two. And then we had to like leave And then we would have to kill ourselves. We'd have to literally just- We like, do have it. a, we do have a, and I want to say, but if I say we have a suicide pact and then, and then it actually happens, I'm not actually going to want to kill myself. Well, like, of course not. We have a suicide pact like in terms of, like, it was like a friendship suicide pact. <laughs> friendship suicide pact. But, like a real one, so don't worry about it. Everybody wants what we have. It's just like, okay, so there was a panel, and I don't usually, I mean, I sometimes watch the panels um, where it's like, you know, Galaxy Con, and we're all just watching, and like, uh, Sierra and Falk were there, which was nice, although Falk had, I unfollowed him on Instagram, because he said some, and the thing is, he is German, oh, but right. I'm also like, you're German, you should know better, about like, you know, Republicans getting banned on Twitter, and how that's not no, really free speech, and how that's not really free speech, and I was like, you know, I honestly feel like if I DM'd him about this, he would probably be the kind of fucking person that listened, yeah. but I also don't know you, and that's not my fucking problem. Yeah, so, my circus, not my monkey. Not my organ grinder. Okay. Etc. So, um, they were talking, and so I, what were we doing Saturday? Um, remember all the unconverted Neopet insanity? Oh yeah, so on Saturday, okay, so, let me set the scene for you, dear listener. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if any of you still play Neopets, but if My you're listening... My partner has gotten back into it, and so I'm If gonna... you are listening to this podcast, chances are actually pretty high. Yeah, not, it's, not, it's a non-zero chance that I'm not fond of. I, of course, played it for, like, five years. Oh, God, I'm doing it at the inch and a half line. Christ's sake. Well, that's what I have to drum you out of the marching band now. <laughs> I know. Eh, drum. More band humor. I guess we have to beat you out of the best friends gang. Oh, God. Okay, so to a very, there's actually literally Polygon articles about it. If you just go look at Polygon Neopets, you'll find what we're talking about. I don't want to spend too much time on that, but basically, basically understands that like 13 years worth of fan resentment and drama came to a head within like the day. So these events are kind of tied in our heads because both of them basically involve. Well, one is it's much more significant to me, one of course. More, well, one of one is much more significant on a cultural level, but they have this common thread that I found really absolute insanity of absolute insanity, but also of someone. Here, sit down. Yeah, sorry, I don't want to say anything. Um, someone basically, someone basically forcing the hand of the higher ups and making them admit. Like to something major, like that, like oh shit. Uh, actually, you know, the past thirteen years, so everybody hated this and complained about it. Okay, so thirteen years ago, Neopets. Uh, no, okay, I really just... don't want to spend too much time. No, on it, no, so... I'm gonna get the most abridged version. Okay, I'm, I'm then I'll least... do it. Then I'll do it. Okay. Thirteen years ago, Neopets implemented. Back in the day, they used to have a bunch of different paintbrushes and colors, and the paintbrushes would not only change the color, but the pose, the styling, the art style would change. Wait, wait, wait. Please explain quickly to the audience what Neopets is, because I feel like there are people who might not know. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. All right. I'm reporting to you live from the grave. Um, (laughs) Maggots are eating my lungs as we speak, so I may have to be quick about this. Neopets was back in the days. If you were were online back when people used the term leet, like at all, I don't think people use it ironically anymore. I think it's just a thing that has just fallen. I have not heard the word leet in literally (laughs) decades. Leet, I haven't heard that word in in years. years. 
But it is literally something that's plastered all over the website, which does make me feel like I'm going a little bit insane. You probably are. A little bit, yeah. Um, so in any case, so like Neopets was basically, because I was always a big fan, it's basically for Kadia Jr. And I know you're thinking, what's for Kadia? I'm not telling we you. We don't have time for that. <laughs> you have to go and find out yourself. Okay, um, so there's been a lot of inflation in the Neopets. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, okay. I, I feel like more of you have probably seen that insane post of the Neopets. It really is that bad. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. Um... But in any case, so there was a ton of drama when in around 2007, before loot boxes and gambling and video games became pretty much the standard AAA practice. I feel like I should be saying AAA with more contempt, but just know that I hate the game industry and almost everyone involved what in it. What does AAA stand for? It's just like a fucking bullshit prestige gaming. It's your, it's your Ubisoft, it's your EAs, it's your... Okay, Activisions. I don't want EA and prestige gaming said in the same sentence. I know, I know. How but it's like a big company. Like, how dare EA, I, I am, Yeah, I am equally disgusted. It doesn't matter. Um, in any case, so, like, they started implementing what was, like, a paid service. And I know what you're thinking. Who the fuck is paying money to be on Neopets.com? We're all seven years old here. And, like, that was kind of the vibe at the time. But to sort of fall in line with this new paid features measure that was dumb and I still think is dumb and a very cynical cash grab in the age of cynical cash grab that was weirdly before its time but also at the same time ripping off Warcraft and you're just like how? But Neopets is weird like that. In any case um, they changed all of the art for most of the Neopets into this stupid like gimmicky like there's like one it's like basically you know how all of the He-Man dolls look almost exactly the same and why all of the character designs look exactly the same in the old cartoons because yes. they were basically using the same two injection molds to make all yes. the toys yes. it was like that they basically made them into a bunch of He-Man action figures except for a couple of pet colors because you could customize your pet in different colors because for whatever one reason or another these were pets that were like impossible that they, that they had a version of it that fit the stupid new format but you didn't have to convert your Neopet. Remember that. That's a surprise tool that will help us later. Remember, oh. write that down. That's no, write important. that down. Write that down. That's deathly important. So you could do, you, you, you were asked if you wanted to convert your Neopet. You did not have to. Naturally, not everyone converted their Neopets because the new style was ugly as shit and has been pretty much almost universally reviled since the day it was implemented. I want you to understand that this was 13 fucking years ago. 13 Christian years, 13 everybody. Some of, you may, some of you may be 13 now. If there are 13 year olds listening to this podcast, I'm going to walk into the fucking ocean. I'm never coming back out. In any case. Okay, so. Rip! <laughs> seriously, rip. But like, okay. So. These unconverted Neopets now go for real, actual Christian money. Um, Christian dollars. Real Christian dollars. There's a t there's an insane trading market. There's tiers of fit. Neopets is like EVE Online, but for furries. I need people to understand that too. Because it's like. Neopets the hentai kind of hoodie. people who are still playing. You're just going to ignore that? I didn't hear you. What? I said Neopets hentai hoodie. Yes. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I don't find Neopets. Like, I just, I, that's weird because you would think, but like, no, it didn't cross my wires like that. I'm like, I can't, still can't find Neopets fuckable, which no. is for the best, objectively. But yeah, like, no, I, if... I'm just like, they're not really, and it's funny because it is like the most sexless furry art and like that happens sometimes. But like, it's weird because even like there's Animal Crossing porn, but there's like, there very is. little Neopets. I'm sure there exists, but there's very little Neopets porn, which is very funny to me. If you even... know that there is a lot more than we're talking about, don't tell me. I mean, you know. Do you know what? We don't need to know. Thank and you. Someone's going to probably have some fucking, you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, I'm also not talking about the human porn. Like, I'm sure there's, that, 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 okay, we're getting on top of it. We're getting wildly on top of it. done. In any case. Um, Remember how we said this was going to be 30 minutes and we're already 30 minutes in? Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure some of this will get cut. In any case. Um, Neopets, Neopets. Okay, so there's like people, the people who play this game still, aside from me and Mia, are the most insufferable sons of bitches on planet Earth. Like, they're just the worst people, and all of them grew up in an era where they like feared the mod team, and they were, because we were all six year olds playing, and it was like, the, the mod team, what the hell in their fucking toy? It was really like, this is just a slightly taller, taller child. child. But like, at the time, you like viewed them as like God, and it probably didn't help also that I went to Catholic school, which is this very fucked up like view of authority. Um, but then it completely shed, thank God, but still. In any case, um, so unconverted Neopets go for insane amounts of money. It's all, like, user-generated black, black market. Unconverted Neopets are Neopets with the old art original, before the art original, change. Before the major art change of 2007. There were other yes. art changes and updates before then, minor tweaks, things like that. In any case, so these pets go for obscene amounts of money. A lot of them were already rare and expensive colors to begin with, so it didn't help that like those were like hard to find paintbrush colors to begin with anyway people are spending actual christian money on this it's a, it's it's insane it's stupid it's fucking crazy 
And so for the past 13 years, people have been begging on their hands and fucking knees for the Neopets team to, like, just let them, just, just let them, um, just make it a toggle switch. If we want the old art, can we have the old art? And the Neopets team looks down and whispers, no. No. But the newer team is kind of just like, oh, well, we're not really sure. Because, like, again, this is literally code that is 21 years old. So it's like a Jenga tower. And it's a Jenga tower that hates. So it's Jenga like, tower that hates. It is. So it's like you pull a little bit of that code out. Bill, whole... I swear to God, if I see a Jenga tower that hates in uh, season uh, six uh, or in season seven, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue uh, you until enough. you die. <laughs> but, so, a lot of it came down to not like, we don't want you because fuck you guys. More like, we don't really know how to work with this code and we're scared. Because there was a huge series of upsets, hires, and fires. All bullshit. You don't need to know that. But they basically told us for 13 years it was impossible to do this. And then some fucking asshole just makes a Tyranian quiggle. Doesn't matter. You don't have to know what it is. Google it. Doesn't matter. Some stupid fucking frog. And it's an unconverted one. And he's only 52 minutes old. It's been 13 years. And it's was like, been. It's been 13 years since we had unconverted Geopets. Drop your hands to the side and said, crazy. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the part of this related to Legends. <laughs> I swear to God. Forget I fucking hate us. In any case, it's been a while since we recorded. We're pretty much just scatting. Comedy <laughs> scatting. But Scooby Doo Beat Food. No, no, keep talking. Keep talking about Neo Beth, I swear to God. Unconverted <laughs> Tyreny Quiggle. Bye, boo. But okay, so. <laughs> so people were like. <laughs> 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 people going on to do the dailies and talk to them about stuff so i'm like literally just watching this happen over their shoulder like holy shit is this really what's going on and there's people who are like that's not real that's definitely fake and then the guys and then the guy is literally on the server and on the reddit for neopets why is there a reddit for neopets i don't care we and don't have like, we don't have the we time, don't have time for that. he's like oh yeah this has been an illegal trading ring that's been going on for at least a year definitely more that we don't know about there's at least three thousand unconverted neopets out there that were hacked they're not real and so just like that People realize, hey, you could have been fucking doing this this entire time. And the staff had to send out, like, an immediate, like, emergency response. Like, hey, so sorry. We'll be looking into implementing conversion. Uh, like, uncon- reconversion? I don't know. We'll be looking into implementing unconverted Neopets for everyone within the year. Thank you so much for your patience and understanding. And I'm just like, sorry. What? What the fuck? Just- so all it took- I mean, the- what the fuck is going on in here? On, on, the- on this day. I mean, I really just like Alyssa Edwards. Like, I'm just sitting there, and it's just, it, it just, it had that beautiful moment of, like, this guy basically forced their hand into admitting that they totally could have done it the whole time. They just didn't want to. And Maisie, much like Maisie, basically made the Legends producers admit totally could have done this the whole time. They so, just didn't want to. We're back. Okay. Um, <laughs> we get back to Maisie. We go back. By way we... of Tyradian Quiggle. Continue. I mean... I mean... Phil wishes he could have this kind of prestige to have a Polygon article. Um, Two Polygon articles. Two Polygon articles. High on the hog now, boy. Oh, God. Which is a quote from a Kate Beaton comic that she did during Christmas with her parents. Remember, she used to write those, and then her sister passed, and she doesn't do them anymore. Yeah, fair. And also, she has a child now. A lot busier. Who is named Mary, which is just so, like, of course you named your child Mary. It's adorable. I like her mother comics. They're very sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see a female cartoonist writing about this sort of stuff. I love Kate Beaton. I have yep. since, like, high school. She's great. Good for her. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. So, we're at... I'm... I had to be at the computer. I think we went to Target, and I'm like, I gotta be home for three, because that's when the meet and greet starts. Mm-hmm. And I start seeing on Twitter, hey, there was a Zarly kiss, and they cut it. Or Maisie says she and Tala made out, or something like that. And for all I know, those could be two separate things. However, mm-hmm. um... RPF is a crime, and you will be punished. Okay, so when only when RPF is a crime, only criminals will RPF. Um, listen, we, uh, with I I wish with light of the kid killing himself, I'm kind of like meh, meh, meh. Um, so, but this is not the time or place for RPF. Okay, so I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on in here on this day? And so apparently, um, if I say that enough times, I will understand. We still haven't. It's been a week. So. This is like comes someone... way in a box. Oh, wait, I want I'm not even going to say anything because I don't want to fucking spoil it. Because what if someone actually watches this fucking show because of me? Ever. Never mind. 
This is like come sail away 900 times. 9,000? 1,000? It doesn't matter. I think you said 900, yeah. 100, 1,000 times is the crane principle. Okay. Um, the folding of the paper crane? No, I know, but it, like, it, didn't, it didn't work and she did still die. It was like a sweet gesture from everybody. Well, I know, but it was like, it's a superstition before that. She didn't just make it up for this one fucking kid. That's the thing. Alright, this, oh, oh, we're getting out of hand. Okay, so. So, okay, basically, somebody had asked, what's something you wish you had gotten to do? Because, you know, Maisie has, is not there, Sierra left, Falk is not there. Um, and then I think it was Adam and Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. And Maisie says, well, I would have loved for Zarly to happen. We actually uh, filmed a scene where the two of us, like, fully made out. And they and I was kind and I was upset that it didn't make it into the final cut. And then I fucking died. Maisie woke up that day and said, "I choose violence." I mean, and God, good, 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 good. This is like yesterday when Maisie was like, "What the hell, Apple? Like you've you've done something wrong." And I was like, "Apple has disappointed Maisie. Mm -hmm. Apple must be punished." Mother, mother. But it is, um, I mean, honestly, because it's, it's the same vibe of, like, I'm going to say it. Because what are you going to fucking do? Fire me? I walked away. Doesn't matter. I also love that she's still, they like, she's still going to come on and direct. I haven't heard any announcement. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, she's not direct. They're still like, oh, can you come on and direct for us? You want to be in the no. series? You want to be in the season finale? Oh. Please. Which is incredible. But so, um, chaos, honey. Yeah. A chaos. Lot. A lot has <laughs> happened. So basically... From there, Keto gets on and is like, yeah, it was a goodbye kiss because Charlie's like, I'm never going to see Zari again. So, um, Charlie shoots their shot. Good for them. Which, good for them. And I'm also like, didn't, hasn't Tala said to people when she was doing one-on-ones that they're trying to do something with Zari? I'm like, Zari 1.0 is, she's resting. Yeah. It's more like, it's like, remember how way back when, we used to talk how they only had enough budget for one special effect. And it was either the hot and cold guns, ray suit, or the wings of the hawks. And if it was more than one, you'd get one for five seconds. Zari 1.0 showing up is going to be that. Or it's like, we're going to get it for five seconds. We don't have the money for this. Which will show up again. Um, and so... As soon as Keto confirmed it... Because, like, here's the thing. Maisie is not the kind of person who I feel like would say this just to poke fun at people. Uh-huh. Especially because she's had a lot of discussions about how all of her work is going to be queer-focused, which is her chosen identifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not a shitster. Exactly. Oh, this was a huge fucking mistake. Okay, now I can't tell where anything is. Okay, you know what? We're just gonna... Now I know what I'm doing so I can do this better tomorrow. I have one part done. Put the contact paper in the box. I'm going to put the contact paper in the box. Put the paper in the room. Everything you need, you got the box. Putting it in the box. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so... So, Maisie said this and Maisie meant it, and then was followed with official confirmation that With official confirmation from Keto. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, utter, utter insanity. Utter, I mean, and so basically, what sprung from that is... A couple things. Number one, I feel like if you hear that jingle jangle, that's the, uh, if you have to do. Okay, so that is the, um, if you've ever seen like one of those pinwheel tools, it's I'm not pr- I'm actually. Sure people use this for sex. Yeah, no, it's not actually a fetish. I mean, you can use it for a fetish. I mean, like, literally stick it in your butt kind of thing. <laughs> But it is actually what you use if you have a pattern and you need to trace it onto another piece of paper. Yeah, it leaves a pattern. As a rotary Carbon tool. paper. Other paper. And useful. Yes. Okay. So, we got it. It started, everybody started losing, everybody went fucking it went, crazy. Go, it, they basically went from, I'm not sure if this Quiggle is real, to, holy shit, the Chiranian Quiggle is real. And then it got frozen. But you can still go see it. Yeah, so Zarly went from converted to unconverted. And... <laughs> And so Mia's freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm just watching both Tim of these is at things. work. Tim is at work. I'm just basically watching both of these things happen in abject fascination. Like, um, I'm like, I'm just, I'm playing both sides. I'm like, I'm having a great time watching the two of you So, freak of course, out. there's a certain group of fans for a certain show that is ending this year that has two actresses you guys can't in see it. The jerk off motion I'm making, but I'm doing that it. That has two actresses in it who are not LGBT. No and matter if, how confidently some people may if I had the confidence of the teenager who wants to... And listen, if you're listening to this, kiddo, I am so sorry. To have the confidence of the teenager during that lecture I give at Pride Works to say...
as an out lesbian. I have never had that confidence in my life. No. And I want to experience it. I want to distill it and I want to drink it. God. And listen, if she is uh, gay, that's fine. But you can't... You you can't have... Your show and its actors can't have the same energy as, like, a mid-2000s dub cast about a yaoi ship. And still expect me to give a fuck. I mean, that's truly, and you guys—that's really what it is. And what do we mean by that? Well, we mean that in the mid two thousands. No, I'm going to explain it. In the mid two thousands. No, I didn't mean if I'm not explain it. I'm just like, hey, how come I have to explain what happened in two thousand four? Why y'all weren't alive? Then? <laughs> Why weren't you people born yet, <laughs> you motherfucker? There was like literally, I think of that fucking, and I didn't even ship Roy and Ed. Doesn't matter. That fucking song. They were literally singing a song about a con about how a ship was never going to get together and how the fancy ship that were gross and weird. And so the thing happened again and I really was fucking Liam Neeson as a lion standing there talking to Tilda Swinton going do not say the deep magic to me which I was there when it was written because that's what it was yeah and so I just want to mention that no one on the Legends cast has ever Ever sung a song about and listen Katie Lott's Jordan Peterson supporter I don't care I don't care about her I don't think she's smart enough to sing a song thankfully I know she was in some kind of girl group but I think they just had her there for the dancing part and I'm like the members of BTS who, like, J-Hope was added for dancing and then, like, taught himself rapping. Good for him! Katie doesn't have that kind of range. No. Let's replace Katie with J-Hope. I would love that. We can't afford that. We Katie. cannot afford that. <laughs> Jungkook fucking Jungkook for Sarah Lance 21K. so confused! 20K 21. Oh god, we're in 2021. We're three months in and I still don't fucking realize. We're like... We're literally almost at the end of March. We're halfway through this fucking month. I thought it was like March 15th. What day is it? I think it was March 21st. Okay. We have 10 more days left this month. Work! Anyway. <laughs> I don't wing. I don't know what else to say anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired now. But anyway. Um. What the fuck were we talking about? So. Jungkook is BTS. No, wait. Jungkook is there. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Oh, classic. Classic Jungkook. <laughs> classic Jungkook. Continue. Can I just say, whenever I see that anime that's called JJK, my I brain just keeps part- going Jeon Jeon. Part of me. Part of well, me. no. His last name is Jeon, but I don't. It's Jeon Jungkook, but my brain yeah. just keeps going Jung Jungkook. <laughs> I just immediately. JoJo's Coventure. JoJo's Coventure. And people are like, <laughs> my brain. <laughs> Archive of No, Alexander. Okay, wait, 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 wait. What? What? <laughs> Take, a Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. AOT. Okay, so I actually have great news, and that is that we have only just now hit the 33 minute mark. So we're doing oh great on time. Yeah. Alexandria Ocasio Tortoise. <laughs> about that about JoJo's, but AOT, I mean it for real. But my brain hasn't been recently going, Alexandria Ocasio-Tortez did what? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> literally, I'm just making noises like a balloon when <laughs> the air pulled out of it. In any case, um, oh god, so like that vibe. We were going, to, we were doing, we were doing that show. And then we got wildly sidetracked. <sighs> Are you looking at BTS? No, I, something just happened in the group chat Uh-oh. and i will figure that out later that, oh my god i just read the sentence um and i'm not gonna say it on i'm just i'm just gonna hold on one one second everybody i'm just gonna turn off the microphone Woof. yeah okay. so so that's not a thing someone should do anyway okay Continue. moving on 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 this news this show we're okay the sh- oh, yeah basically fans of the ship we're like, okay, Wait, what's the point of us doing a fake name for the fucking show and then saying the ship name? I never said that we were going to do a fake name for the show. I thought we were doing a fake name for the show because the first time you said we were like, oh, it's the two actors. And I'm like, oh, we're not referencing. Oh, yeah, but then, but then I said name and I was like, you know what? It's all, it's oh, all fucking washed from here. Sorry. And listen, if they, if they end up spamming us, we'd get super famous. That so. is true. Okay, so that. Um, Basically, and listen, and here's the thing. I have. I we're still recording on the floor and just refusing to get up. Yeah, it's no, fine. We're I, right here. <laughs> you can... Picture, if you will, we're on the kitchen floor doing this. There's an ironing table next to Rachel. Um, 
I might flip a little bit under the oven. I'm afraid there's going to be a bug. And if there's a bug, I will scream. Okay. I do like bugs, but if there's a bug unexpectedly on my foot, I Oh, my scream. God. So, basically, they're doing yeah. construction on the first floor. I live in a house building. Mm-hmm. I live on the third floor. Landlords live on the second floor. I think Person's... most houses are buildings as far as Well, I know. no, but it's like apartments. I know, I know. And I'm there's using. someone coming in on the, on the first floor. Uh-huh. And so, because there, we've had a couple of bugs. And remember, we got something and we put it on the table and, like, a bug like, yeah, came up. Yeah, sitting there. And I, felt and, like... I, and I was like, listen, I'm going to kill you, but I know that you, like, seeing us unpack this food must have just been like, like approach oh. heaven we did give him a glimpse of valhalla for a split second so i, I and think then he... i crushed his little body into well, tiny you can't pieces really, like, no <laughs> i try not to kill bugs when i can unless like i tried there was a giant wasp on my foot at work and i did scream and run away i'm usually cool i'm usually the one at work who's like get the bugs or go and like get the mouse like there was a mouse in the base I'm like can you go get it i'm like okay well i don't want you guys to trap and kids so i have to go get a mouse and like you know i'm like that person at work Anyway. Yeah, this doesn't have anything to do with anything. We'll there's probably a lot it. of, like, well, if this happened to Zarly, or, like, you're being queer-baited just like <laughs> we're queer-baited. Or this can, I mean, I don't I don't really follow any I'm so So glad. I don't exactly know. This is the exact same thing tonight where I thought that Wallace Day was going to be playing the real Alice Kane because I, I had no idea what was happening. You still explained it to me, and I still don't know what's happening. Um, and so... I oofed, oofed, oofed. And you had a lot of very huffy sort of. You like, had a lot of very huffy resentment. Resentment from people who either want this to happen or are trying to equate it not happening, and how this is all proof that the CW is censoring us and nobody cares about uh, white sapphic. Nobody cares about these white women and their dumb ship. Uh-huh. Where... So that means that every single gay person. And it's like, here's the thing you're right, they are trying to censor and oppress gay people. Not you, though. Not you. And I cannot stress this enough. Not you. Not you. <laughs> Not you. You can choke. <laughs> I'm... Truly. And so basically, that led us into a discussion of like, I saw some... No, I don't want to give this person a shout out because I didn't like their work. Do you want so... to talk about the stupid discourse, though? Yeah, I do kind of want to talk about the discourse because basically, like, here's, here's the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Don't pretend to smoke. <laughs> I mean, like, God, if we could. Just, when you said let's talk about the discourse, I had to do the... Okay, let's try that again, but yeah. this time good. Yeah, um, I mean, truly. So, essentially, the number one thing is that equating this to is really Actively racist. Really racist. Yeah, we're not going to do the whole thing. Like, again, we don't feel comfortable about that. Two white pasta. But it's racist. It's just this. Did you say two white pastas? Podcasters, but it kind of, yeah. like, I'm, I'm trying not to hiccup. But yes. Yeah, I've already been having the hiccups all night. Uh, Sorry. Send, please send your prayers. Um, please, thoughts and prayers. But it is, it is, um, you know, again, not saying we feel comfortable going into a ton of detail, but it's racist. But I think you should be Maisie, able to Maisie, who is yeah. openly like, I identify as a queer person and I use she, they pronouns and they let me put a lot of myself into Charlie, so this is something that really matters, mm-hmm. is not the same as, like, God bless her, maybe she does enjoy your work, but saying like, oh, thanks for this book of fan fiction. Not the same thing. They're not even remotely close. Not even remotely close. And to give you an example of how that, what that is, like, Think about, let's think about what we were talking about with Emma Frost. Because okay. the Hellfire Gala is coming up, and it's yeah. going to be a fucking mess. Trash. Trash. Well, just because I'm like, it's it's trash. like if you wanted to do something fun with it, you would have to do, you would, you would have to actually be cool and interesting and go to, like, kink clubs and also to go to drag balls. Yeah. And anyone who's writing So Emma Frost's clothing is very, Spyro. very boring and sort of basic for her. And very... I'm very disappointed. So you yeah. need to take a look at, like, She's wearing this one outfit that's the like one, a the suit. The big fur one is really funny with the X cut out of her boobs. But it's like in a very campy, I want Weather Report to be wearing it. But it's like not like actually good. It's stupid. It's Can funny. I mention whenever you say Weather Report, I know he's that JoJo character, but I just picture that little Pokemon that changes the weather. You mean Cast Form? Yes. Well, I mean, he obviously has one, but yeah. Cast Form also kind of looks like it has boobs. I know it's supposed to be like a cloud, but like the little Ruben set for instance, it looks like Great. a face and a pair of honkers. <laughs> Great, now I'm never going to be able to unsee that. So yeah, you're welcome. It's supposed to be a Teru Teru Bozu, but also so is Shuppet. So I'm like, how many goddamn Teru Teru Bozu Pokemon can you make? They're like little weather dolls. that like. Oh, like, okay, okay, yeah, thank you. Okay, okay so, continue, sorry. Thanks, Weeb. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, fun fact. If you look at, there's the one costume Emma has, for example, that is like suit top, but it's off the shoulder, and yes. then it's just like a bunny suit on the bottom. She's not wearing like pants with it. No. And you look at something that might have inspired it, which yeah. is like a Terry Mugler, like, Corset onesie. Corset onesie Madonna. Yeah, with like, or maybe it was, I can't remember if it was Gautier or Mugler, and um, I will never give the French that much. No, so, never. And the model Did is you wearing. Did you read that reading about the Battle of Versailles that I sent you? 
It was so much fun. The fashion house show off. I haven't got a chance it's to. It's really yet. cool. I know you'd love it. Totally look into it. But okay, continue. Sorry. Um, and when you look at what someone in comics who is a man who did not do his research. Who is not cool enough to go to a kink club or a drag Thinks ball. is fashion versus someone like Thierry Mouglet or Jean-Paul Gaultier where... They... There's a character in Fire Emblem with the same last name, and it always makes me laugh, because I'm like, Sylvain, like, Sylvain Jose Gautier, and I'm like, oh, right. Sylvain Fire Emblem Gautier? Yes. So, also- <laughs> Fire Nolan... Emblem Jean-Paul, Jean-Paul yes, Gautier, Gautier Fire Emblem? Jean-Paul Gautier is in Fire Emblem. You didn't know? Okay, continue, where, sorry. Where there's a clear- I say this about artists, about men who draw women. Yeah. And I specifically mean cis men, but I do include gay men on this, and I'm speaking as a bi woman. Yes. You can tell from a person, and fashion is a form of art, how they feel about women based on their art. Oh, absolutely. And so is the Emma Frost design, and Zarly is the Jean-Paul Gaultier or the Thierry Mouglet. We had to do a lot to get to that reference comparison, but you Because Maisie is the person putting in the work for Zarly, and basically what happened is the legends, she went on and she said, oh guys, everybody loved the scene. We had to cut it because it was like tonal and it was really sad for everybody. But we're and they are actually now actively trying to get it, yes. and have told us multiple times that they are. And then the writers retweeted her, and that to me very much smacks of please come on and save face for us, please, yes. please, please. Yes. Like, like that's the thing. Is I'm like I am so, like it is what she did cannot be understated as an amazingly powerful thing to do. It is such a fucking power move to come in there and just be like all right, here it is. What are you gonna fucking do about it now? Because I put all your, I laid, I grabbed your cards out of your fucking hand, laid them all on the table. Everybody can see your deck now, bitch. What you gonna do? And it's like hell, yes. Like that is so. Can I say that Maisie summoned Exodia? Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, wait, did you summon? Wait a minute, did you just summon <laughs> a bunch of monsters in one turn, et cetera, et cetera? Um, screw the rules. Phil, Phil, Phil literally is just like help, help, help your grandpa Maisie. <laughs> help and. But like, and so it's fascinating to me that it was written in, and basically this sort of conspiracy that people had that is like, oh my god, they were trying to do Zarly the entire time, and it kept getting, and we were shot, right. Turns out was completely right. And like, here's the thing, I don't have any problem with Nate and Zarly Zar- as a ship. It's yeah. not my favorite, but they can be this, cute. Yeah, this is not for this is not for that shipping discourse. Although I can't say this isn't about but shipping discourse. But it's not of. not about it because yeah. I felt that they got very overcorrective with. <laughs> Nate Remember, because we said multiple times, like, this isn't really the kind of ship you're trying to write it It's as. not it's the not kind romantic. of ship. It's not, like, in season four, they were very cute, but they were very clearly, like, friends with crushes figuring yeah. each other out. Yes. And it still felt a little weird at times. Yes. Because they said, Phil said, oh, we weren't actually even sure we were going to write it until they had that scene at the funeral. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that just now rubs me the wrong way. So I'm like, oh, because you were going to do Zarly? And then you were like, no, these two, uh, make well, it. I don't, I don't trust. I don't think Phil knows what he's saying. 20%, I don't 25, think, I think, I 100% of the time. Here's the thing. I, I, you can't. And then I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to read too much into it. I doubt that they, I, I mean, here's the thing. They don't ever have a plan, period. That's true. Maybe, maybe it's one of those things where it's like, they were like, maybe we'll do Zarly. But when it came down to the funeral scene, maybe the producers were like, well, he is the producer, but maybe the not network. The, the network. Not, yeah, I'm sorry. Not the producers. The network. Maybe the network was like, well, you might as well go. We'll, we'll let you do this couple because this couple is like, we're not really sure. But like they hadn't hawed and they went, well, we really liked it. Like they may not have done it. I think one of the key things is they, they may not have done it maliciously. Um, I doubt. I think a lot of people kind of got this image, especially of like the they were going to do Zarly all along thing. Like imagining like the legends writers and producers sitting around like in the fucking war room from Doctor Strange Love, all rubbing their hands together, going, "Here's how we're going to make Zarly not canon," and then pull the deleted scene at the last second. Like, what the fuck do you think? I mean, I think that think are happening. I mean, that- and like, here's the thing. Maybe that might actually be happening. Headquarters. We cannot That's promise fair. you that. That's it fair. Isn't. But like with legends, I, mean, I was the headquarters. I was, the, I was the war room. These people don't plan fucking anything. Dick Cheney is writing. Okay, so can't believe I can't. I can't believe is running Halliburton. Oh god, none of these jokes are gonna 
No, but but no, but, but like here's the thing. She kind of is though. She kind of is. She like really. That's is. why it's fine. She actually really is. She and like kind of is. and like, can I just take a sidebar here, really, 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 mm-hmm. really, really, really super quick? Well, didn't we do a literally twenty minute sidebar of me explaining something completely unrelated? No, the man heads thing is completely related. It happened on the same day. It cannot. Yeah. The two cannot exist really, without each other. Sort of. We neither can live while the other. Yeah. There you go. This is really. This is. This is. Listen, I do understand on a narrative level like for example with Nor- Laura Olympus where this week spoiler I'm gonna give you time to fast forward do, 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 okay spoiler do, 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 Persephone do, do, do. finally turns mint into the mint plant yes where I was like oh I was actually hoping you would give mint personality that wasn't just poor but I guess I reached too far for the stars here I mean true I can only have so many miracles happen in a 14 day God. fucking span I can only do so much um where I can understand in the narrative that this is supposed to be a powerful moment for Persephone and also a very frightening one, and it's very important to her plot, and Mintha is not that important. But I can also understand from looking at it on a cultural level that uh, Rachel used underscore Band-Aid, which is the person's name there, also a Rachel. Why does this keep happening? I will say it's, it's 12, 12. Oh, okay. Let's try to run 12 there. Maybe we'll get yeah. it a little bit later. Yeah. Um, I need to sleep. Where Rachel used Band-Aid has a lot of internalized misogyny they need to work through. Yeah. She. And both things can be true. Yeah. I understand. But that can feel really shitty. That feels really shitty. like, human beings are fallible. Recovery is not a linear path. You might fuck up. You still, you, a living human being, still deserve love, redemption, and forgiveness because you're not running fantasy Halliburton. And I just, and I just want to say to people who are out there, like, we, we understand, we get it. But so you much. personally don't have to put up with someone who refuses even, to get better. Even if they even if they have problems that are similar to yours or they have trouble too. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets nobody gets blank nobody gets a blank slate to treat you badly. Yeah. No. So this is less of a criticism blank and more of a jest. Yeah. More of just like, hey. Hey. This is a in real life, this is a red flag. In fiction, do whatever the fuck you want. We're not cops. But I I mean, yeah. Where were we with fucking Zarly? God. Well, I don't know why people are comparing because I'm just saying this from an out. Because, like, listen, I've been off Twitter due to Twitter shenanigans for like a month. They locked them out. They of locked their me account. out, and I still don't know why. And Twitter support won't get back to me. You like, they're what? not even they're not they're even not suspended. suspended. The account's they, still active. They just can't so reset even... their password. They're like, okay, send this to my phone number, and they're like, okay, and then they don't. And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I've been I've been doing everything's coming up. Millhouse. Well, actually, no, but like, well, yeah, yes, but basically, it's like my own. My mental illness is regular mental illness, not Twitter on terminally online mental illness. And you know what? It's a lot nicer. Can I just say, though, I did. There was someone who posted something about, like, feeling empty inside because there was no Disneyland. And this was, like, a few months ago because of the pandemic. And someone was like, I'm so glad I got regular mental illness and not whatever this is. And I'm like, what happens when you have both? I mean, yeah, that's a little, that's a little, as, as, as like, an amateur Disney historian, a little harsh. But yeah. Um, Ow. Yeah. Ow. I mean, um, I'd love to be able to pick one or the other. Nobody more than me wants to be able to pick. Nobody more than me. And honestly, I probably would go for the Disneyland one. Because I feel like if you have that kind of problem, your life must be going great. In any case. Um, so I haven't been on Twitter. So even, even, but when I was on Twitter, I wasn't like involved in this. Like, I, as much as I do this podcast, and I like the show a lot. I'm like fucking doing anime shit. Like, I don't actually like tweet a lot about it on my fandom account. So I'm like, I didn't see people making a connection to Bizarrely. So from a pure outsider perspective, I'm like, why even would you? They seem like fundamentally different kind of relationships. So it's just weird to me. I think it's kind of one of those interesting things from a fandom thing where it's like all sapphic ships don't have to be lumped together and compared unnecessarily. Where it's like nobody would dream of comparing like, I don't know, Nate and Ray to like Harry and John, I guess. I'm just coming up with male ships for legends. Um, because, like, they're, like, fundamentally different ships with different dynamics and different characters and different reasons that they would appeal to people. But and Zarly are sort of lumped together, even though they're completely different ships, um, with completely different characters. And it makes me deeply uncomfortable also that people are trying to use Maisie to and the launch pad. He's like, that's, Maisie's a black queer person. Like, in real life. In the real world. So it is very fucking weird. Um, but even just from a pure, like, I mean, obviously you can't divorce it, but you know what I mean? Just like, even that's also bad. Even on a very surface level, it's also just been very weird from an outsider perspective for me to see people comparing it. Cause like, why? Other than the fact that they just both feature two women, a, women or, or non-binary, pers- yeah. non-binary and like, a, you know, 
um, non-binary person with a female person kind of relationships. Um, it's very, and non-binary is not woman-like. Trust me, I've had that fucking, I, I get it. You don't have to, i covering my ass on that one. But like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Um, because you have to assume that someone's going to interpret your words in the most bad faith art version of the argument possible if they get mad at you for saying something problematic on Al Gore's fucking internet. And you know what? I hate it here. In any case, this is why I'm glad, and that's why I haven't been trying to make a new Twitter account. Um, in any case. Anyway. This, this has sort of led from what I'm girl boss Halliburton. Um, ew, my tongue's trying to rot yeah. out of my mouth. Well, that's gross. That's a terrible feeling. In any case, a lot of this, I think, kind of leads to one of the reasons that we're kind of talking, well, one of the reasons we're eventually talking about this, realistically speaking, is you have a lot of people throwing around the term, I almost said gaslighting, although yeah, you do, you have that too. You have a lot of people throwing on, this is the Legends writers queer baiting us. And I think it's more complicated than that. And I also think that this is kind of one of those things where it's like we have to stop looking at everything and calling it queer baiting. Hey, if you were wondering, this is the thesis of the entire emergency broadcast. And it yeah. took us 53 Christian minutes to get here. That's a record even for us, actually. I'm kind of impressed. Like record of getting to it quickly or record of getting to it <laughs> no, not quickly? the opposite of that. The opposite of that. Um, I mean, admittedly... I sort of view these things as like wheel spoke kind of theses where it's like there's just a bunch of different threads and they all sort of meet in the middle eventually. But Listen, like, this is actually an ARG. If you can find the secret message hidden inside. Good luck. You Seven. Will, you will Ow, win a damn, prize. Fuck my heel on the stove. That's connected. Everything's connected. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so. It's one of those things where Rachel messaged me and was like, do you have any sources on queer baiting? And my first thought was, no, I don't have any because I don't think a Medium article counts as a citation, people who are wrong on the internet. <gasps> but, and I'm not even going to get into it because I don't have the time oh, for that. Oh, no. No, I don't have the time for that. Um, They can be a great launch pad, but you also have to have more citations and just that. And that better be someone who, have you checked their qualifications? It doesn't matter. Um, Do your own goddamn research. But it's one of those things where I'm like, no, I don't. But then I was like, yes, I do. And it's the entirety of Tumblr from 2010 to 2013. And hey, let me just say really, really quickly. I was there on November 5th when Castiel told Dean he loved him. And that was the funniest thing it that was, happened since, uh, since I, Babygate 2013. <laughs> the funniest fucking thing the that has happened. The best thing. Lot less funny when you're on. Lot less funny when it's happening to you. Oh yeah. Not, not, not. <laughs> is this, I think this has more and less in common with Spanish dub. I can't wait for Spanish dub Zarly to be canon. That's the joke that I think finally broke me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, we're not here to talk about Supernatural. But aren't we? Because we're talking about queer baiting now. And I would argue. It's funny because Rachel introduced a definition of queer baiting to me. I'm going to get this out of the way quick. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be like, this is wrong and dumb. So Rachel introduced a definition of queer baiting to me that was people saying that queer baiting is when on July 1st all the companies of the world go see you in hell you stupid fruit and take all the rainbow shit off of their accounts. That's called rainbow capitalism. It has its own terms, own meanings, own definition, and own role in society and culture. It's not fucking queer baiting. <laughs> it's not the same goddamn thing. Queer baiting is not also not queer coding. Queer coding has existed literally since the invention of cinema in 1910. Well, cinema wasn't invented in 1910, but in 1910, but pretty much since the invention of cinema. I have to make that more specific. So like, cinema wasn't invented in 1910. No, I know that, but. Queer coding has existed independent of fandom. Queer baiting, I think the thing that sort of makes it stand specifically outside of queer coding, exists completely because of the modern relationship of fan bases to creators and the content that they make. Queer baiting would not exist without social media because there would be no way of sort of getting this level of back and forth from the creators and producers of a show to the audience. The closest we got before this were fans literally mailing their Kirk Spock zines to Gene Roddenberry and Gene Roddenberry keeping them in this office, which is great. Which is just great. Um Gene Roddenberry was apparently by all that not a great guy. Yeah. But like I just think I just think the mental image of him having that shit in his office is really funny. I think if you mailed like Luke Concept to Mark Hamill, he probably has a folder for it somewhere too. Um, I want Harrison Ford to see it. I do want Harrison Ford to see it. He um, knows why. I have to hope that Carrie Fisher made him look at it. Can you imagine? I hope to. I. I don't care about Star Wars. I just love Carrie Fisher. But like, um, that being said, it is <sighs> queer baiting. I think one of the er examples of this to me is Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf 
But that very specific moment when that dude and was it a gay bar or was it just a club? No, it was a teenage. It was a rave for teenagers being held not in Derek Hale's abandoned warehouse. I like loft. to think that it was in Derek Hale's house. It's so funny. But I, think, it, I mean, actually, it might have been because he might have been out and they decided to do it there. That's so goddamn funny. Or it's the abandoned loft above his. It's this, and I'm yeah. assuming the same warehouse. And it's it's literally it's Eric Hale laying in bed while Caramel dance and plays in the distance. <laughs> Derek Hale. Oh god. 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 If that isn't the show, <laughs> that's not the fucking show. Again, Teen Wolf is infinitely funnier when you imagine that it's just Derek Hale being harassed and menaced by teenagers. <laughs> um. But it is something where that moment where there's like a guy sitting there, and this was after like a couple of months, years, time with the flat shrug emoji, especially right now, of, like, people being like, styled bisexual. Um, this is also, at some point, Jeff Davis, um, no, Jeff more, da- no, no, war, no war criminal, but also a gay man. This is actually one said, of the like, if you about. guys do, if you guys get, a, like, win this shit poll, I'll make Derek Cannon, or if you guys do this, yes, I'll make Derek Cannon. That, too. that was another big one. Um, that was, they had Dylan O'Brien and uh, Tyler Hecklin, like, talking about it on, like, a boat or something like that, and I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like because was... first and foremost, Styles and Derek are both in love with Scott. That's the really big thing. And also, we can talk a lot about how Scott was sort of left out of the conversations because Scott is not white. But like, that's we... literally that's its own that's its own fucking thing. And I don't know or care enough. Although I do like Scott, I don't know or care enough yep. about Teen Wolf to know anything about the shit. Um, in any case, aside from like what was ex- what I was exposed to through the general miasma of fandom. In any case, that moment where he's like, "So do you like men?" And Dylan O'Brien slash Styles like looks at his lips. And then looks up at him and doesn't say anything. And it just holds that shot for way too long. And then cuts. That's queer baiting. That, like, that, that to me, like, to me, that is one of the er examples. There are others, but that's a big one. Because it's one of those things where it's like, <sighs> Jeff Davis also did the Dragon Age thing of being like, there's no, Teen Wolf is, because he's, he's like, there's no homophobia, all gay, gay is, being gay is cool in Teen Wolf. They're cool, you're gonna have any gay, canon gay characters? Like, one of the weird ones that looks like he's like 125% hunk. And you're like, wait, who? And you're like, he's like, exactly. Um, it's just like Boy Meets Boy. But like, it. Well, but everybody in Boy Meets Boy is gay. That, that's the sarcasm. I was Oh, okay. <laughs> Except the girl who is in love with in him. In case you didn't know, Mindy. <laughs> No, everybody in Boy Meets Boy is gay except the girl that is in love with him, which gets a little misogynistic, where you're like, oh, we're here. Oh, no. Cut it. Oh, no, early 2000s fucking weird misogyny. Oh, God. That's a whole other fucking thing. (laughs) Me looking at the cover of Boy Meets Boy. Chuck (laughs) Palahniuk. Chuck Palahniuk? What are you doing here? Chuck Palahniuk wrote this? No. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) So it's one of those things where it's like, it, but Styles, and I know what you're thinking, but that's not a moment of the fan base, but it's the fan base basically forcing the show to dance around the topic because if the fan base had not so vociferously campaigned for styles to be by and for their ship but also i think in a large just for styles to be into men for the purposes of their ship but still um it would have not been a thing that came about it was absolutely the show teasing the potential of styles coming out at some point because there was this ambiguity that they were introducing specifically to spark fan interest, conversation, and backlash. They were literally doing it to gin up the fan base. That is queer baiting. Queer coding is when a character behaves, acts, or is written in a way consistent with generally understood like queer mannerisms in media. Um, it is not necessarily a response to fans pointing to a character and going, they should be gay. It is, these tropes are older than most of the writers who are using them at this point. They might not even be fully aware that what they're doing is rooted in a history of demonizing gay people in cinema. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. So, but it is not created because of fan interest. It is created because there are a lot of tropes in media that were used to imply queerness before it was literally legal to depict that on screen. I mean, like, literally there were, like, laws. It's true. Obscenity laws, anti-sodomy laws, the Hays Code was not, like, a literal law, but it was basically a law insofar as the production of film pictures. Um, in production of the same film picture, he's in production of the talkies. But, like, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's how far back that goes. So, queer coding and queer baiting are not the same thing. I see this conflated a lot, and I want to make it very clear. Not the same thing. Queer coding has been around for as, almost as long as film has been around. Queer baiting 
is because now fan bases can look at gay, gay characters or gay coded, sometimes queer coded characters, sometimes random characters that they latch onto. Um, and they're like, can they be gay? And most of the time, and this is why it was like, it's important that Jeff Davis is gay. And I can still say that Styles be is, is an example of queer baiting because it doesn't work like that though. And I think the intent of what Jeff Davis was doing, which was very much to stir up fans versus what Maisie is doing, like, intent is so intent important. Is, it's one of those things where 99.9% of the time, I will always say, intent does not matter. Intent is not important. We have to evaluate the work as it exists. When it comes to queer baiting, 99% of what defines it is intent. Because it has to be done with deliberate, active, usually malicious intent. Because they never, queer bait is also never meant to be canonized. It is never actually meant to be acted upon. Um, actually, can I just add one thing to your thought? Yeah, go for it. Because I do actually understand, like... I know you understand. You, well, no, I, I just understand, like, you, yeah. if, if queer baiting is malicious. Yeah. But here's the thing, and I, and I don't want to say, like, you are wrong for getting queer baited, or this oh, is... Oh, yeah, this is... This is your this is, fault, personally. No. I mean, we can talk about white womanhood being upheld by so many of these sapphic ships yes. and treated like a holy idol and, like... That's all a whole, that, again, we, whole uh, we, other podcast. But we haven't the time. No. But I you do get that. I get that fuck you mentality. You don't have to be here and you don't have to fight for it when it's not going to happen. Yeah. But that's the thing. Is I'm like, here's the thing. I do. I understand. You, you have to harness it for better causes. Because it's a thing where it's like, if you get that kind of energy for like, I'm like, don't think of these people as people that you can sway. Think of them as people who are, are they easy to bully or are they not going to be swayed? And in terms of like Phil and Keto. They can be bullied into releasing this. They've shown that much. This is why bully I bullied. In- yes. We're going to bully them every day until it's out. And yes. then after that as well. I and want you to know. as well, but for other stuff. I want you to know I will continue to bully Phil Clammer. For as long as we both shall live. In any case, hand in a lovable hand. But mm-hmm. harness that energy for something where it's like, I don't think that Zarly is queer baiting. I think they are fighting an uphill battle literally every step of the fucking way mm-hmm. to get this goddamn thing on the fucking air. And how much of that is Phil and Cato putting in that work? I don't know. And I'm not going to say. Maisie, though, Maisie is literally carrying, first off, Maisie carried this entire goddamn show on her back and is now carrying this entire goddamn ship on her back. And I keep waiting for Tala to say something about it and then, and she doesn't. And I'm like, hmm, homophobic. But I'm also like, but I'm also, well, no, there's a lot of stuff happening there's a lot in the of world other, yeah. where I'm like, I don't actually blame her for and not commenting like, on it. Yeah, I never want to. I have no actual feelings on it. I'm just, I'm just teasing. Yeah, I'm just teasing. But it's also, I think, I, I think it's, I think it's like Tala not doing it is not a negative point against yep. her. I think it is important to point out that Maisie is doing this because it means a lot to Maisie. And yep. that is to, worth celebrating, admiring, and crediting her as the number one person involved in all of this. Yes. She is the guiding force here. And I actually, I'm like, that's actually a thing where it's like, I'm not going to talk about this too much because I would not feel comfortable. But I'm like, Maisie being the guiding force and the, the power behind this thing is important to acknowledge. And not to try to make this about a white woman ship. Yeah. Because this is her, like, her fight. This is yeah. her cause. This is her interest. This is what she wants done and seen and represented and visible in the show canon. And I think it is important to center that because she has more than earned that and yeah. deserves that. Um, But yeah, it's one of those things where it's like to compare them is stupid. Please walk away from it and do something else. And I say this from a place of somebody who dug, I I cannot stress enough. I was like you once, no, but seriously, I dug my fucking heels in about something and I was desperately hoping that it would be better than it ever ended up being. And it fucking sucked. And you just have to divert your energy to somewhere else or go to a fandom where you're like, I don't even fucking care about this. Whatever the hell, old man, I don't give a fuck. I'm just here to vibe. And so you have to do one or the other. But if you have that energy, good. Use it for good. And also, listen, I know sometimes the men on the color on the cast have maybe said one thing in one comment one time that was not flattering to that does not mean you can continue to pile hate on them please god for fuck's sake that's yeah oh god that, again also Staznair hangs out with lgbt people way more than any straight guy would i don't know what kind of straight guy you know that would be personally selected by liver and possibly rocky like, play rocky or be personal like straight guys are not friends with, with trans women by and large yeah he is but that's a discussion for another day also he has a slice yeah you know why they have to keep it private because the world is sucks like it's like hey remember how lee pace hasn't been in anything fucking recently yeah in any case um i think fundamentally it's one of those things where it's like i understand that sometimes the meanings of words change and they soften and they become 
different as fandom culture evolves and changes. We see this a lot with certain words that I'm not even going to name on this podcast and whether or not your whether your personal where your personal feelings are or aren't on words and fandom changing and usually adapting and in, and growing to become more umbrella terms and embodying it's something different meanings. also personally where I was like words are meant to change words and are that's meant why to I undug my heels about queer baiting because I was like words are supposed to change. I to I, a point, yeah. I think there is room. I think it's one of those things where the other reason why. I'm well, like, the rainbow capitalism thing. You're completely correct. Well, yes. That. Well, there's, but I'm also like, it's one of those things where it's like, I think intent does. I think the one, the thing with queer being, there are two things about it. One, intent is really the key here because it, it depends on absolutely on the malice, on the constant fandom baiting. It need it requires a certain level of interaction and engagement with the fan base that is usually spiteful or malicious in some way. Um, and it also requires an intent to keep them engaged by promising something that they never intend to deliver on. That will not happen. Um, it will not happen. And that, like, so that's where the intent matters. But also on top of that, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know it when you see it. And so it's like something might feel it needs the, it needs the requirements that I outlined earlier. But in terms of whether you personally feel queer baited you kind of know it when you see it. And so I'm willing with it. I'm willing to let that sort of part of it evolve and adapt and sort of encompass more. Because I think one of the things that I spoke about, and I will speak of this and then we really have to end it. Yeah, we got to go to bed. Oh, we got to go to bed. Um, I will speak on this is like, I think the problem is, and the reason that they didn't, I think the reason that they didn't put this kiss as a deleted scene is specifically, like on like the deleted feature things, is specifically because it's not queer baiting. They're not, because people actually did want to put this in. This is not just, and someone in the higher ups realized if we put this in, they might start going from, hey, why was this made into a deleted, why was this deleted to, hey, why isn't this fucking canon already then? Like, why, they're going to be like, they're going to go from, why can't we see it to, well, why the fuck isn't it canon real quick? And so they're hemming and hawing about trying to release it because they know that it's going to make people want for and ask for more. And they're right. You should. You should definitely be doing that. Because the more that you push, the more that eventually, at some point, somewhere, they're going to have to fucking give in. You're going to win eventually. You just have to keep pushing and you have to pick the right battles. And picking the right battles can be really hard. But a good tool to utilize in that fight is to look at something and figure out whether or not it's queer baiting. We might actually win with Zarly. Um, Redirect your energy and keep pushing. There you go. Um, actually, you know what? Now all I can think of is, um, Bill Cipher going queer baiting for you, kid. I mean, truly. And, uh... Megan Alex Hirsch is saying that in his Bill voice. Uh, and, uh... Queer baiting for you, kid. Dipper Pines is queer baiting. Good night!